0: Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, our very special guest is part of a series, a continuing series uh, with artist, composer, painter, poet, educator. And soon to be the subject of a new documentary, and when we move along with that, we're going to let you know where to see that, and and where you can get a copy of that, download it, and uh, and we'll let you know as we go along. Our very special guest is Philip Lawrence Sherrod. and he uh, he's wonderful at all the things he does, and uh, he he does quite a bit. He's a Renaissance man, and they don't make. Folks like this anymore? They just they just don't. He's kind of a throwback, and you'll see what I mean as we talk. But you'll definitely see that when you see his his work and him up close and personal in the documentary. Uh, uh, Philip, welcome.
1: Well, <clears throat> hello, Frank.
0: I, you know you you corrected me on on something, and and I don't know where it came up before, but we had mentioned uh, fifty years of painting, and and you said it's it's more like sixty two years. Of yes, it,
1: is. it has been 62 years. There's a misnomer there uh, in that it sounds like the quote came from when I was given a one-person show at Cornell University up at Ithaca in 1985. And it's been quoted over and over and over, and I think it's become a misnomer of reality. It's, it's been 62 years. That I have uh, painted uh, uh, my efforts towards reality and the subconscious and and whatever.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, so many. Well, either one of them would be very impressive, but still, you, there's a lot that happens in 12 years. If you think of Van Gogh, I, I think he he probably in the in the time differential between the fifty and the and the, you know the misnomer of fifty years and sixty two years of you painting that's twelve years. That that's about what Van Gogh painted, right? I mean roughly that, ten years or something along those lines. So that's a that's a big gap of time. You can do a lot of creative things. You can create a, a lot of art in twelve years time. So I don't blame you for wanting to clarify that.
1: Well, the work seemingly has moved into, as I say, the blue muse's fault in that uh, it's become more, uh, in a way, uh, an arrangement of color spots in a subconscious way which transcends just only reality itself. So, uh, in a way, it's become a little more abstracted, but but, uh, there's... If you go through my work in the 62 years, you will see a continuum of evolution that was started back in 1982 is now merging more strongly. So it seems to be that in the creative person, uh, it's uh, limitless what one can do as long as one can still hold a brush or palette knife. And uh, that's kind of uh, where we are now with myself.
0: You know, you do so many things, and you do so many things well. And, and let me see how the best way to phrase this. Uh, as you're doing these things, do you feel like the same person, or, or do you feel uh, almost like a separate person when, w- if you're writing music as opposed to uh, painting? Uh, does it seem like there's two different Phillips there, or is it just you in, in another form?
1: Well, uh um... I had someone on the email uh send or send me an email uh, a female sending me an email
0: <clears throat> and
1: she said well your your early work and your later work are one continuum I can see it. Your music has become more like your paintings. Well, that's fine, I guess if that's because I do believe in individual. Uh, interpretation, uh, association, or, or discovery. So whatever art is the way you find it for whomever, and that's one of my dreams, is that to communicate to all peoples so they get a little bit of belief that someone else like themselves are here already.
0: Yeah. Well, compartmentalization is a, a a big factor with people you know you 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 hear about that with presidents you know for example mm-hmm. you know can the president compartmentalize they they're doing you know domestic policy and they're doing uh foreign policy and at at the same time they're doing some uh, uh you know encouragement for uh, for for local folks to uh, you know mm-hmm. like uh, JFK uh, pushing the peace corps or something. Uh, how are you is for, and, and you look like you're very good at it, but how are you with compartmentalization? And before you answer, let me just remind um, everyone, if you're just tuning in, turning on the radio, or turning on your computer, Philip Lawrence Sherrod is our very special guest. Frank McKay here, urging everyone to binge listen to everything that we've done. But uh, compartmentalization, Philip, uh, how how do you handle all these different things, and, and how well do you do it?
1: Well... Uh, I might say, put the responsibility on uh, people throughout the world in saying, um, who understands all things? When are they related? And is there any separation uh, from today uh, versus the fourth century? In other words, to me, it's all one continuum. But being an artist uh, is, I guess, allowed uh, via the blue muse, as I always say. That people say, "Well, when do you work?" I say, "Anytime I feel like it." And having diabetes or having uh, the problem of uh, of, uh, of arthritis, erratic, uh arthritis. I don't feel well all the time, and I'm uh, on the French side from my mother. I'm beginning to obtain, as an 84-year-old, uh, I'm becoming uh, having migraine headaches. So I don't feel well all the time, but when I feel well, I, I begin to dream what is to be done. And then when I start working, there's no question, it's all laid out for me. So I, uh, the, the, the deep compartmental uh, separation of people and where they're born, I, I have a dream that I can communicate with everyone, that everyone knows all of what I know and uh, will understand it uh, and take it to heart. Uh, there's too much of uh, too much of education on how to do something, how how one does something. It does not matter, and I'm saying whether it be uh, painting, poetry, or or teaching, uh, it's all in the same boat as far as I'm concerned. And I believe that everyone is more complex and intelligent than they're given credit for. So education has become a down-dumber, or a dumb-downer, and um, I I think it's a false issue to think that everybody doesn't have the right to understand everything.
0: Yeah, Philip Lawrence Sherrod, once again, is our very special guest. He's the voice that you're hearing. Uh, Frank McKay here with Philip Lawrence Sherrod, let, let me just talk about a couple of these different aspects. I mean, uh, you're a poet. You're an educator. One thing we didn't mention is that you're you're an athlete, and we've mentioned it in past shows, but I didn't mention it today. And, and you're uh, a an athlete from Oklahoma. I mean, not, not not too far off from from where Mickey Mantle grew up and played. And uh, so, I mean, that's a whole other aspect. When you look back at, at you know a man like leonardo da vinci for example you know they didn't have baseball back then they didn't have uh, you know many uh, many sports that we we know of <laughs> back then and and i don't know that he uh, he wrote music maybe you can correct me if that if he did but how much different because of the times and because of the 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 gaps in those uh, you know 600 years or you know 500 years uh, how how big a difference is it Timing-wise, and by the way, you put uh, uh, J. Um, uh, Thomas Jefferson in that same category. I mean, of course, he was the uh, 17 in the 1800s, and you know he adds, uh, you know, politician there. But uh, you know, I don't, I don't know much about his painting, but he invented things, and he was uh, a man <laughs> of science, like you are a man of science, and uh, and and Da Vinci as well. How much different between the two, three time periods that I just mentioned? There, your period. Jefferson's period and and da Vinci da Vinci's period um, affect how and what you decide to do with your time and that and how what they did with their time. Well,
1: I, I think time itself proves uh, whom is whatever. And again, as I. Uh, believe that uh, God is time, controlling the people or the blue muses to the creator, uh, that it's all mapped out and it's merely uh, who am I and how can I speak to people in this time like they spoke to people in their time. So I think it's a it's more a matter of concern of communication and giving to others what they have but maybe don't know about. I mean it's it's like continually I see things that somebody will say, well I was going to become a violinist but I ended up a baseball player. So it's it's like a reversion of terms. Uh, we don't have to become even who we are. That's a moral obligation depending on who has enough belief that what they have to offer is what is needed. And today I find the world almost in total reversion to when I was born in 1935 uh, and uh, having bridged uh, a couple of centuries, uh, I don't see any difference between myself and uh, what should I say, uh, Plato, Aeschylus, uh, Machiavelli. It's it, we're all a continuum of giving what the common man maybe doesn't comprehend enough to to stay out of jail. To be honest to be an individual in a collective society, uh, I, I I have to remove that from a belief that other than morality, uh, to thine own self be true, I think that sums it all up. If everyone would be only themselves and not pretend to be anyone else, no envy, Uh, no lusting for some other uh, arrangement of romance, I think that um, everybody would become more happy. And I think happiness is maybe an issue, or we could say it's toleration of modern issues. But modern issues, to me, are the same back in, uh, you you name it, uh, whatever century. Uh, there's always been the crooked or the evil side of life. There's always been the good side. Uh, Whoever chooses uh, correctly, uh, hopefully, uh, they hold the world together. So I don't... Uh, uh, when I'm doing a painting, as I did last night, in the middle of the night at 4 o'clock, it's all done for me all i have to do is follow the instructions of the color spots and the uh, sizes of form and relationship between um i could say in and out i mean a good example is that rembrandt painted inward from the surface of the canvas inward i paint from the surface of the canvas outward now what does that mean it means either i'm more aggressive or the time itself its dictating to me the vibes of life or truth or art have become more aggressive. So uh, I think it's, uh, I, I've always laughed at what people say when you ask them, do you know uh, whomever, uh, whether it be poet or painter or... Would be Robert Lowell up at Yale, or, and 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 what is the explanation for Robert Lowell to say that he, his work is not religious? He was trying to relieve himself from the attacks that he was receiving via the educational system of religions, uh, per se. Uh, I mean, why did? Uh, the the beachcomber put pebbles in his mouth because he stuttered, because he was trying to communicate what he knew to be true to him at that time versus the conventions of the collective. So I don't see any discrepancy between. Uh, now you might say, well, Sherrod, I don't I don't appreciate your work. I don't like it. And I say, fine, that's fine with me. Uh, you're limited in the state of maybe a sure joy or enjoyment of being alive. So um, I I don't know whether Frank have answered your question. Yeah, I
0: think you, I think you have thoroughly. But here's
1: a, here's yeah. a good example. <clears throat> I've been living off of Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> and eating every morning. My father said. Down on the farm in Oklahoma, uh, in uh, Putnam City, uh, he said, uh, "It seems to be that uh, you don't shouldn't eat more than uh, uh, five eggs in a week." Well, I eat seven, hmm. and why do I eat seven? Because I crave a protein that stabilizes my physical being so I cannot have migraine headaches and work. So uh, was it just his individual preference? Was it his fear that controlled him to only five eggs a week? Uh, I, I find uh, seven uh, eggs a week uh, are fine with the bacon and the... Uh, and the uh, cheese, I find it to be a perfect balance for my own body's demands because I'm working all the time, and have always uh, worked, or painted, or written a poem. I, I can't, I can't sleep when I'm hearing uh, quatrains go through my head in rhyme or non-rhyme, uh, but not without logic. So, so I'm saying that. Uh, I don't know that I can answer that, that question satisfactorily to anyone. But here's a good example, is that when, when the four paintings were lumped together in Times Square and they were put up on a screen, uh, uh, the lady that uh, was connected to this said to me, she said, well, what pre- what?" are your great canvases? Which canvases do you like the best? And we'll put them up. And I said, well, I said, no, no. I said, I won't take on that responsibility to the people. The people have a right to speak. So therefore you, plus your board of control, plus uh, maybe a few friends decides which which paintings go up. Well, they put them up in a clunk of a square because that Uh, the computer and the modern life and whatever, they put them up in a square of one, two, three, four, all together with no spaces, which made them one painting for me of four girls that I had, women that I had painted in the past. Uh, And it's interesting that they seemingly chose the blonde side of life. Uh meaning they were all kind of fair haired uh, blondes or dyed uh, blonde or red headed or whatever, and I was amused because it's exactly what in a way the past complaints have been from the black order of of Puerto Ricans or Dominicans or black people or afros or whatever so so it proved the point. And then I said to myself, "Well, this is strange. They have reduced all my paintings to one painting. They have uh, taken away the size because the billboard size is much larger than the human being walking below. They, they in a way have given grandioseness to girls that came to me because they believe that art." Was a communicative thing and a betterment for the world. Then when I hear about them blowing up the statues, the me, the blue meanies blowing up the blowing up the statues, uh, I was dismayed because I said, "How can the next thing they'll be doing is going after the museums? And God help them if they do that because they are destroying what others." Uh, Are given life from.
0: Yeah. So, so, you know, it's it's more.
1: Well, to me, there is no difference. uh, Other than there's a difference to the common person that maybe doesn't have talent. And uh, because uh, once an artist, always an artist.
0: Well, hey, keep, keep your thought, Philip, Lauren Sherrod, stay right with us. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, Philip Lawrence Sherrod is the subject of a soon-to-be documentary, and uh, proud to have some part in that. And we will be letting you know where you can see him up close and personal in his own words. And you'll see him in his home uh, area of uh, New York City. And you'll see some street shots, and it's going to be him in, in all his glory. Uh, to, to see his workplace is just inspirational as well. It's just one piece of art after another. Uh, just a, an incredible career, still going strong, 84 years young. Philip Lawrence Sherrod is our very special guest. Binge listen to everything that we've been doing. And please, uh, we encourage everyone uh, to, to n- no particular order, just listen to them while Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.